There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! Alright, so guys, when I was first dating my fiancé, I told her about the podcast because, you know, that's one of those things you gotta get out there. And so we've been dating for like three days, and I go, you know what, I'd be willing to quit this if it's like not cool or anything. Wait, wait, you were willing to sell this out after three days? Yeah, yeah. Are you... You're a real dick. It's Paco! Paco! It's Paco! Paco! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah. Paco! Grab your friends, it's that time Stop again. again. Listen to the show with the phone Fuck never ends. It's Paco! Paco! And welcome to the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my co-hosts, Bosephus and Ethan. And we're Puckle Podcast, the Pokemon Underground Champions League, where we talk about all things Pokemon all the time. Except Not all the time, though. About things that aren't Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, and it's more like once a week. Uh, and even then, it's like once a week for two hours, maybe. Yeah, so what have you guys been doing, Pokemon-wise? Um, Pokemon TCG Online. Is that still a thing? I keep... I can't get away from it. Yeah. And, like, one of my friends from, like, my childhood just recently got Pokemon X and is, like, really uh. pumped about it. And he's already beat it. And he's, like, started to EV train and he keeps asking me questions. And he sent me, like, a, a list of his team. And I'm just, like, I can't get into it. But I know he's trying really hard. I'm, like, <laughs> I just can't get into it. Oh, man. What about you, um, Ethan? Um, I've, I've been doing academia. Academia. Um, I, I haven't, I have, I, I actually, last year the reason I wasn't, like, doing anything Pokemon-wise during the school year was because I didn't have, I couldn't connect my 3DS to the Wi-Fi, but now. Oh, yeah, that's I a set up my own network. Yeah. And now that. I'm good to go. I'm, I'm gonna be able to compete and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, uh, we got the tournament coming up. So mm-hmm. we'll talk more about that later, though. Word. And maybe you can hang out with us and do that. So, moving on, then. Uh, I have just been replaying Soul Silver for funsies. Oh, that's great. 
Yeah. It's so good. The leveling is garbage, and it's just horrible. But other than that... <laughs> I think that, like, Soul Silver is the most fun game to just navigate. I think it's a lot of fun just because it has you backtrack a little bit. Not too much, but just yeah. enough. Where it's just like, yeah, that's kind of how I feel RPG should be. You should have to backtrack. There's so much stuff to do, too. Mm-hmm. After after X and Y come out, have you guys found you've had a harder time going back and playing the older games? Because Absolutely. Of how different the leveling is? and um, Sometimes. Like... I know that grinding is no longer really a thing. Yeah. And grinding definitely is a pain in the butt when you go back to play. But then I think to myself, I can't catch Lugia in X and Y. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I've been replaying Emerald, um, on GBA. And that thing is darn near impenetrable now after playing oh, it's X-Y, horrible which is going to be so great to be able to finally play those games with mm-hmm. some semblance of of speed um even though those games like you can complete those games in like six hours but it just feels so slow it is really slow i replayed yeah. emerald actually a couple months ago and it was just it was so painfully slow near the elite four mm-hmm. because you're under leveled by like 10 levels by the time you get to the Elite Four, it's just like, well, I could either play the against the Elite Four like five times, or I yeah. could just grind. I the grinding's horrible because all of the Pokemon that you grind against are super effective against the types of Pokemon that you want to use in the battle against the Elite Four. It's just horrible. Mm-hmm. I I've been like in the news recently. People have gotten their hands on with Oras. And mm-hmm. um, and people are saying that this might be like the definitive version of Pokemon, and that um, it it's the fastest that it's ever been. Where in X and Y the game moves really quickly, but mm-hmm. it, now it's it's been streamlined to a point where it, it's so fun, and you're doing so much stuff so quickly that you never really feel like you reach a wall where you just need to grind, but Honestly, it, I never felt that way in X and Y. Mm-mm. Really? I just yeah, never I, I guess that. I didn't either. I was pretty overleveled. Yeah. Maybe oh, well. just for like normal, like casual players, though. Yeah, we'll know in a couple months. Yeah. I but, did not have very many hard or close battles at mm-hmm. all throughout the game. <laughs> Giving the Blaziken or the the uh, Torchic right away kind of made that moot. I didn't and even use it. I brought because it because I, I like Torchic used- so much. Whenever I get a new game, I like to play it, and I only catch Pokemon that are signature to that region, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just how I play at first. But oh, well. so, like, I so I didn't use Torchic, and I didn't use Squirtle. Hmm. That's so sad. I'm getting handed those Pokemon. I mean, if you'd strategize, you know, you can pick a grass type and then get the water mm-hmm. type and get Torchic. Yeah, no, you definitely could. That's what I did. It was very easy. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, so moving on, let's go to the news. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. 
just in. And in the news, there's not much to report on, but we did find out that Ki- Pri- Primal Kyogre and Primal Groudon have new signature moves that don't have names that are released or anything yet. One is so, called Primal Earth, and the other is called Primal Water. Did you really find that out? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <So> we <laughs> I was going to say, those are terrible names. <laughs> Sorry. You know what else is a terrible name? Ethan. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> my friends at, like, at school started calling me... Um, my, my friends, me and like, a couple of my buddies started calling me... Um, Jesus, what is the name? Um, Mr. Thingy? No, that would be... Oh, my God. I would... That'd be awful. <laughs> um, they started calling me by a different name because my professor called me the wrong name. That's great. No, it's not great. Etan. Etan. No. no, he just like didn't remember my name, and he's like, "Oh, George." How do I not remember this? Okay, we're not going to spend forever you remembering this. This is important, Thatch. No, this is the hard-hitting news that you need. In other news, Japan is getting really cool pre-order figures. Which, following up, like, with the cool pre-order figures that Europe's getting, I'm really disappointed that we're just getting a poster. And I'm gonna cry a little bit. I was kind of disappointed, but, like, does it really matter? It matters to me. I don't really have any place to put that stuff. Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, like, I have it all over my apartment. And so, like, I have the little ho figure from HeartGold Silver, and, like... Pokeballs and stuff lying all over my apartment as decorations. I could do more with a poster than I could with a... Maybe. Point. Maybe. I don't know. I, have, I don't I, like the little foldy posters, you know, that they give you. Yeah, because those always look like garbage. Like, they I look garbage because they're folded. But last year, at least, they gave you that cool, like, Pokemon timeline for X and Y. Yeah. I didn't get that. I got one. And so, like, I framed it, and it's really nice because it's not all foldy and garbage. What What's the... Uh, the do we know what the new one looks like? Because I'm like... No, we don't. It's two-sided, though, so I'm saying it's going to look like garbage. Probably, yeah. It's going to be, like, all folded and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's going to make me mad. Yeah. And I'm going to want to iron it, but I can't because it's a poster. You can. You can? Yes. Not with, like, your clothes iron. <laughs> Just uh, spray it with with, it, um, with steam. Be, well, you can use, like, a, a silk, or not a silk, but, like, a, a fabric iron. It has to be, like, and you have to... You'll have to show me this. I'll to, it I'll seems like too much work. Find it, but just yeah. come over to my apartment afterwards and show me how to do this. Yeah, okay, I'll just ride over my, my meganium. <laughs> they can fly, okay? I know, TBT to that day when when I was first on the episode. <laughs> that was my opener. Okay. I know it's not Thursday, but I said TBT anyway. That's really all there is in real, Puckle, or in real Pokemon news. So, we do have Puckle news, and... From last week, we talked about Puckle's Prepare for Trouble tournament, which is it doubles. Which is accepting signups now. Uh, the best thing, it's a doubles tournament multi-battle. It's so really you game. get matched up with a random partner the day of the tournament, and you get to go battle to the top, which is a lot of fun. If When you win, you'll get a badge, and I think we're breeding special Meowths or something for it. Can you, could you explain to me the rules really quick? The rule's really quick. We're going to play OU tier, but it's going to be... So, no Ubers, essentially. Yeah. And it's multi-battle. So, you sign up. We're going to pair you with a random partner the day of the tournament. It's a one-day tournament in the chat box. So, you come at 2 o'clock on September 21st. You'll get your partner assignment. You guys can talk for, like, 5-10 minutes or something. Then we'll start the tournament, do the first round, 
and it'll just be single elimination for the teams. Hmm. Okay. It sounds cool. like a lot of fun. I'm going to try yeah. to jump in. I just appreciate how good that name is. Yeah, is Puckles Prepare for Trouble Tournament. That? What Make are we gonna doubles? do if we have an odd number of players? Oh, I already i uh, I prepared for this by talking to Doctor Shamu about it. I told him that he, he could participate, but only if we had an odd number of signups. Okay, that seems fair to me. I was just yeah. making sure we had because that's what I was going to suggest. We no, just yeah, I do have I do have a backup plan. So maybe I'll just show up last and then then hopefully get paired with Shamu. No, you have to sign up before. Oh right. Signups happen until the twentieth. We're gonna cut it off at like midnight on the twentieth. So cool. do it so that we know how many people we have, and we can just make our random matchups. It'll be a lot of fun, though. That it's just like a fun. cool like community building thing. If you haven't come before to like the website and you want to get involved, this is a great way to do it because you'll be matched up with somebody new. You'll make a friend, and hopefully we can keep you around for puckle. Come and show everybody up. Yeah, really. Like if uh, you're if you're secretly the best the best <laughs> player in the community and you haven't like been around yet, come and, and blow everybody's minds. Yeah, definitely. I just pray that Aria G and like Ken one oh nine don't get paired together. <laughs> we should have a, like a, a thing set up so that our top tier players don't get matched together. Yeah, we'll, we should we'll, we'll put it's not gonna be like random totally. Right. Obviously, when Shamu and I put together the teams, we'll just be like, okay, not this person and not this person. Pay no attention to to the pairing going on behind the mirror. <laughs> just, it's totally random, guys. It's totally random. random. Well, there's just gonna be a couple checks. Like, we're not gonna set up Area G and and Ken 109. That would be horrible <laughs> for everybody else except for Area G. And Ken. I mean, it's exactly. a good day for them. So, but the thing is, this is our first one day tournament, like in the chat box. So we want to try to see if this works, because if this does, then we don't have to do as much prep work for smaller tournaments like this in between our bigger tournaments like the Summer League and the UUTC, which will come back in its new form in 2015. So hopefully it works out. UUTC is going to be a lot of fun. I love the double elimination factor of that. Me too. (laughs) So um, that's all I have. Oh, I do have one announcement on my end. Since I will not be on the episode next week, I cannot say this, but Bo is taking over next week, as far as I know. Oh, yeah, right, totally. I did not forget about that in the slightest. <laughs> um, wow, we are, we are boned. Thatchless episode, Mark 2, next weekend. I mean, last one went pretty well. Or B, B square. Yeah. Um, one other thing, I'm looking for any female member of the Puckle audience. That's over the age of 16. Because he needs a mate. That would be willing to be on an episode with me and Misty on the 21st, oddly enough, or the 20th, whichever one works best. And would like to record an episode about the culture of Pokemon in respect to women. So, if you're interested in that, just shoot an email to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. One other thing... Wait, one thing, Ethan. Oh, sorry. Sorry. One thing. I have... Puckle is going to be doing a live episode on October 4th. So, if you want to come and listen to that, we'll have it on the website and everything. More details will be posted later. I did talk about it in my weekly Puckle update thing that I'm doing on the website now on every Wednesday. So, you guys can check that out on the 4th. I don't know if we have a time yet. I think it's going to be somewhere around 2 p.m. Eastern. 
So, yeah. And then, Ethan, you had something. Right. Um, so, the the fourth is going to be the live episode, but we're going to turn it into a complete weekend of Puckle. Yeah. Because um, the, the, the next Puckle movie night will be on the 5th of October. So, just come. Come to the chat box on the 4th. Don't sleep. And then just stay with <laughs> us all night. And then the next day, you'll be able to watch a crap movie with us. <laughs> and uh, it'll, it'll be a good time. Uh, I'm excited. Wait. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for that. Um, it's gonna be. Most the last likely... one was a lot of fun. We had a lot of people there. We had like 15, 20 people there. That was great. Yeah, and we were just making cracking jokes the entire time. Yeah, with our our rapier wit. <laughs> um, yeah, I I'm gonna. It's probably gonna be either seven or eight p.m. Eastern mm-hmm. Standard Time. I'll make a post about it. Um, just letting, just confirming the times. But, yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. Well, that's it for Puckle News. So, we'll send you to a commercial, and then we'll come back to the topic. Hey, everyone. If you haven't signed up for the Puckle Podcast website, I think you should. You can earn badges for doing things such as following us on Twitter, liking us on Facebook, following us on Tumblr, and reviewing us on iTunes. We also have a live chat there that where you can come and talk to me, any of the co-hosts you hear on the show. We're always there. You can chat with us chat with our other members make some friends also if you get a chance email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com it doesn't always need to be the mailbag question we appreciate your feedback and you guys make up about 20 minutes of every episode i hope to see you guys at pucklepodcast.com and to hear from you in the next mailbag and on to the topic today the topic today for those of you who cannot read is shiny pokemon so we did an episode on this like a way long time ago but a lot of things have happened in gen 6 and I think it's worth revisiting the topic. What are shiny Pokemon? I feel like that's a general question that we might have to answer. Just in it, case there's a youngin in the crowd, in the audience. And shiny Pokemon are Pokemon that are colored differently than their normal Pokemon. Which, we treat them just the same. We treat them just the same. No, we actually treat them like rarities and lift them on pedestals. And at least what the Pokemon community does. I'm going to start pushing for for color equality in Pokemon, <laughs> and then and that shinies shall be treated equal to their counterparts. Shiny Pokemon are actually like people will just go nuts for shiny Pokemon. Yep. And I don't understand why. I am not that into shiny Pokemon. I think it's calmed down a lot, honestly. Yes. But I remember like fourth gen. You it had was hyped. junk. You were just like what. Everybody People went, would do anything to get one. Like they would, like de- develop crazy methods. Yeah. In order to, like, this might give you an extra like two percent chance <laughs> of maybe encountering one. But if you, I mean, again, like if you're, yeah, it, people would lose their mind about uh, shiny. They would, and they still do. Honestly, I don't. I don't have. I don't have anything for shinies. Like I don't care about them. Like, one day I had a shiny Pokemon. I had a shiny Fletchling that I hatched by accident. The IV, There were, like, two good IVs on it that weren't even the ones that I wanted. So what I did was I needed some, like, choice items and stuff. So I went to the chat box and I go, hey, I have this shiny Fletchling. Do you guys want it? As long as you give me these three items. Because I, no des- I had no desire for a shiny Pokemon. Yeah. I don't need one. That's smart. Shiny Fletchling is not even that cool. No, yeah. it's not. Uh, there are some cool shinies. I would. There are there are a couple that I would really like. 
But, like there are some that I would like I might go out of my way because I I mm-hmm. prefer the way they look. Um but like that said, if if anybody has a shiny Torchic, hit me up on my pillow gave you something. <laughs> oh my gosh. I really like Torchic. Shiny Blaziken looks like crap. Shiny Torchic does look Shiny really Blaziken cool, looks better than than basic Blaziken. It's literally just a darker shade of red. Yeah, because the the it normal shade like of Blaziken looks bad. The shadows. That's that's like really all it is. Overhead. Yeah, shiny Doesn't torchic though awesome? is really cool because it's just like reverse colors. I really like when they do that, like reverse the colors. Who who has especially reached the bottom uh, of the barrel? Uh. Like we're just talking about. Well, these ones look cool. Yeah, yeah. But well, these ones look cooler. We can move on. We can move on. We we can definitely move on. Shinies are definitely. Uh, they didn't come until Pokemon until Gen two, which honestly, unless you were playing on a Game Boy Color, it didn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> because they weren't Game Boy Color specific games. Which was funny because one was called red and the other was called blue. Yeah. They were in black and white. Well, and then in Gold and Silver, Gold and Silver were still not Game Boy Color. You didn't need a Game Boy Color to play them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, they introduced the Shiny's Pokemon, Shiny Pokemon. Fun story about that. Before I realized that Shiny Pokemon were a thing, because the only thing that I really realized was like, oh, there's a red Gyarados. It's a different color. Mm-hmm. Didn't realize that was what a shiny was. Nintendo wasn't very good, or Game Freak, I should say, not Nintendo, wasn't very good at getting the word out that that's something different, something that we added to the game for you guys. And so I did run into a shiny Tauros, a green Tauros, when I was, I guess, 10-ish. So, you know, six, seven years before Puckle starts, I ran into a green Tauros, knocked it out for experience points. Oof. And uh, moved on with my life. Wow. Oof. Yeah, the last time I encountered a shiny was um, it was in it was in Gen Five, and I, I stumbled across a um, a shiny, um, Golbat, and I mean it looks like garbage. Yeah, it does. So it doesn't really matter. But I was like, I want to catch it anyway, and I accidentally poisoned it because I had oh. uh, a poison barb. Um. Can you poison a poison type? No, you can't. Oh no, I'm sorry. I burned it. I burned it oh, okay. with um. Why was I? I burned it with what is it? Flame body that does that or something. Um, yeah, and that that was a bummer. Uh, I was with my friend at the time, um, and I I was I was very bummed, and he consoled me. <laughs> um, I actually ran into a shiny and emerald, a shiny onyx, and I had no pokeballs. The, the shiny steel looks looks cool. I can't remember. I don't know. Let me take a quick look. But other than that, like shiny Pokemon came in Gen two, and it was based on the stats there originally. Really? Yeah. yeah, it was actually based on the stats. It was based on the IVs. I did not know that. Yeah, and so certain IVs would give you certain shiny Pokemon. It was it wasn't they weren't very good stat wise compared to other Pokemon. They got rid of that in Gen three. Thank God. Yeah. Gen 3 really didn't do anything. But... It just became, it, like, competitively viable. Kind of, sort of. And, you know, you weren't really breeding for natures and IVs back then. It was very hard. But, Gen 4 was the first game where you could start to manipulate the shiny encounter percentage. Mm-hmm. Shiny encounter percent. The shiny encounter percentage, for those of you who didn't know, pre-Gen 6, was 1... In 8,192, that was the chance of running into a shiny Pokemon randomly in the wild. 
Gen 6 has doubled that, thank God. It is four, 1 in 4,096. I think that's the number. So that's really nice. It's, it's still something. a lot. It's still, it's still a really low chance, but honestly, like, just doubling that chance has made shiny Pokemon... Like, I feel like the market, I'm putting this in air quotes, for shiny Pokemon has definitely decreased, like Bo was saying. Yeah. And People goes crazy over it anymore. Yeah, no, it's not really crazy because it's a lot easier to do. There are lots of methods, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, like, I'll see people bring in teams where, like, they'll have three or four shinies because that's just what they're into. It's really easy to do it. Yeah. Like, it's not difficult. Yeah. Nah. Our next one would be, let's see, Gen 5. Gen 5 actually added in a really cool feature. Well, Gen 4 increased the chance of shinies. I didn't even say that. Why? How they did that. They did that with Poke Radar, which we'll talk a lot more about later. Mm-hmm. But moving on to Gen 5. Gen 5 added in the Shiny Charmin Pokemon Black and White 2. If you complete the Pokedex, you could get these charms that will... This charm that triples the chance of encountering a Shiny Pokemon. So that's really, really cool. So you go to, like, something just about around 1 to th- one out of 3,000 in Gen That is five. almost manageable. Now it's even better, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a 1 in 1,000 chance. Yeah. 1 in 1,600 chance. But that's just randomly bad. walking into one in the wild. That's great. That's not bad. So how do we go about getting that? The shiny charm? Yeah. You complete the national decks. <laughs> oh, never that mind. That is all. No, I can you, do that. that seems- you do that and you talk to Professor Sycamore and he'll give one to you. RP and P Sycamore. Also, if you see all of the Pokemon in the Kalos decks and the Unova desk in the respective games, you'll get the uh, the Round Charm, which increases the chance of finding an egg at the daycare. Hmm. So it speeds up the breeding process just slightly, especially with like really po- like Pokemon that don't get along because they have the same trainer ID number. That's pretty nifty. That's something, but I don't really have that problem anymore because I have the uh, I have a ditto that I got from Reddit. So, <laughs> is it Japanese six? Yeah, it's Japanese six IV. Dang, see the one I have is just is English. Yeah, that's a problem because but... because Masuda method was also introduced in uh, Gen yes. four, where it increases the chance of hatching a shiny Pokemon if you play if you're breeding with two Pokemon of different nationalities. But that, so that and that increased in, up until Gen six that it increased the chance of shininess by five times. In Gen six, it does it by six times. So that's just insanely high. So how did that get discovered? Like how did they come across? How did that get that? discovered? I think Ma- Ma- Janucci Masuda, who helps design the Pokemon games, actually like dropped a hint about it, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and and then they figured it out in the game code because you know they tear those games apart. Yeah. That's how we know about Deonce, Hoopa, and Volcanion before they're even released. It does kind of remove some of the some of the luster from that stuff, doesn't no, it? No, it does, but you're not gonna fi- you're not gonna notice the chance in getting a shiny by breeding two different Pokemon of different nationalities. Of course not, no. I'm just you're saying not gonna like, notice that. Yeah. You're not gonna be like, oh, I finally got a shiny Pokemon that I was breeding for. Yeah, it's hmm. not just gonna be the off chance that Yeah, it's just you're not gonna sit there and just take data and try to get like 3,000 shinies so you can have nice statistics sheet. Even then, it's like, it, it, it's 
you wouldn't even be able to determine exactly. Yeah, they, they, they did that on Smogon, actually, before they tore the game apart, because 3DS games were really hard to get into. And they, there were, like, a bunch of people just breeding eggs, and they tell them how many eggs it took. And then they just, they found out that, that's how they found out that the shiny chance was incre- was doubled. And everything, it was crazy. Moving on, though, Gen 6 added in a couple things. They brought the Voka radar back. You can Masuda method at times six now instead of times five. And they even added in chain fishing, which makes it so much easier. It's just insane. It is just crazy how easy it is to get a shiny Pokemon in Gen 6. Just so many different methods. I'm going to try to Masuda right now. (laughs) Really? You're going to be there for a while. Because I think... What you should do, Bo, because we were talking about this before the show, is you should definitely go try to get the shiny charm beforehand. But what do I have to do to get that? You have to complete the national decks. I, I'm never going to complete the national decks. What do you need? What do you need to complete the national decks? Like 729 Pokemon. No, 718, and you already have some of them. <laughs> I probably need around 300. Tell me which ones that are really hard to get, and I'll help you get them. I don't know, because I haven't tried. Just look. Just look in your Pokedex. Trying is so hard, though. <laughs> you should, I'm... because what happens is, Masuda Method right now will take you down to 1,600 by itself. Yeah. A, one in one... But if you do it with the Shiny Charm, you're down to about a six, 1 in 600 chance. That's almost obtainable. Like, I might, <laughs> I might consider doing that now. I've considered it, and what's great is you're breeding, and so you can breed and get good IVs and a Shiny Pokemon. Do I have to just see, or do I have to have caught everything in the National decks? You need to have caught it all. That's 719 Pokemon. I can help you. That, that's a lot of Pokemon, dude. <laughs> I know it's a lot of Pokemon, but I did it already. I, ah, man, okay. It's not hard, especially if you use the GTS. And I love the GTS. So are we going to get to the part of this episode where we just go through every single Pokemon and say if it has a crap sprite or a good sprite? No, we're not going to do that at all this episode. What I am going to do is I'm going to tell everybody on the show how to become a very effective shiny hunter. That's boring. There are people in the Pokemon community that, like, claim to be shiny hunters and will just catch a bunch of these shinies. Do they wear, like, Australian hats and have Australian I kind of want to do that. Like, I want to do, like, a YouTube video where I'm just... I dress up for that and teach people that, how to chain I, fish. That Isn't this go. year the 10th anniversary of the death of the crocodile hunter? No. Why, why, are you, why are you bringing that up? Because, because of the shiny hunter, crocodile hunter. Okay, either way. I'm going to teach before. you how to be a shiny hunter, Ethan. Shandalure looks like a re- has a really sweet shiny. Spirit. No, he does. It's blue and no, it's really Oh, sorry. Cool. It's the 8th anniversary. No, excuse you. It's red. Wait, it's no, he's shiny's not. Oh, yeah, it is red. He is blue normally. It's red, and it's like, oh. It's really cool. I really hope that's not thunder outside. No, it's sunny. <laughs> so, so there are several things you can do to ke- increase your shiny. We just talked about the Masuda method with Bo by talking with, taking a foreign Pokemon and then going ahead and breeding it to get, to increase your chances of hatching a shiny. Honestly, that's my preferred method, especially with the shiny charm. It's a 1 in 600 chance. That's incredibly reasonable. And still very time consuming. It is time consuming because you're going to be you're you're hatching like 600 eggs. You're hatching 600 eggs. 
I guess I, I guess I didn't take into account that you you would need to be breeding and hatching six hundred eggs. Yeah. And so you're gonna do that, and I might have had the numbers wrong because six times four hundred four uh four thousand is way less than a thousand. Yeah. See, that's not that bad. I don't know if they stack or not, but I, I'm just gonna go run around Lumios for a while. I thought they stacked, which is. What I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say they stack. <laughs> yeah, let's just go with that. I will. Yes. I will also say that they stack just because that sounds right. That does sound right. I hope. I hope I'm right. Yeah, using the Moseta method alone, it is a one in six hundred and eighty-three chance. That's not so, bad. See, I'm gonna do that right now. If the shiny charm stacked on top of that, that would be like a one in two hundred chance, which I can't believe <laughs> Nintendo would ever make happen. Yeah, no, that seems impossible. So. <laughs> Maybe not. But the easiest way to start off, if you want a shiny, is chain fishing. Which is really, really cool. I've heard of this, but I haven't really looked into it. I tried it as soon as I heard about it in Gen 6. So what you do is you just go to a pat, you just go to the, some water. And what you should have is a Pokemon with the ability Suction Cups or uh, Sticky Hold in the front of your party. And that makes it so that nearly every time you'll get a bite. And as long as you keep reeling them in and building up a chain, you will eventually catch a shiny Pokemon within, I think most people get it within like 160. I know I've done it as early as like 13. Hmm. Unfortunately, and it's going to be a, a Pokemon you can catch via fishing. Yeah, you can only catch it via fishing. And so I ended up with a Relicamp hmm. both times. And it was really poopy. So you need Pokemon with suction cups or sticky hold? Yeah, because that'll increase your... And you put them in the front of your party. Like, their abilities are really crappy out inside battle, but outside battle, it makes it so that every time you fish, you're going to get a Pokemon in. I think it's pretty funny that we're now complaining about catching Relicanths. <laughs> this Lilip has suction cups. Yeah, you could do that. What and else? so what you should do is you should think about a Pokemon via fishing that you want a shiny version of. And go do it. Okay, what what's one? What's one? I don't know. You can go catch Love Disc really easy. You want a shiny Love Disc? That looks. That sounds stupid. No. They're like gold and stuff. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Where are they? Uh, all you really just need to use the old rod, and it's not really a big deal. Just anywhere. Anywhere with the old rod. Won't that you catch me that Magikarp? No, no, no. It catches Love Disc and I X feel and like it's gonna catch me Magikarp. No, no. It catches Love Disc and X and Y. Look it up. That's bogus. And so you could do that, and you can just keep reeling them in. It's the simplest way to do it, to catch shinies. The next way that you could do it is Poke Radar, which is a bit more complicated, but you could chain some really cool Pokemon. Is that back in X and Y? That is back in X and Y. That's X and, y. and so, also, what's even cooler in X and Y is that if you get your chain... So the shininess chance maxes out at a chain of 40. Yeah. And, but if you keep going higher, the number of guaranteed perfect IVs it has is even better. Really? Yeah. That, that's awesome. So maybe once you get to, I think when you when you get to 61, a chain of 61, you stop because you're guaranteed three IVs and you can't go any higher. Hmm. Which is kind of like where the friend safari stuck, is stuck. Because they guarantee two IVs every time, if I'm not mistaken. And so, then 
you can just the they have the same chance of running into a shiny. You have a one in five hundred and twelve chance of catching a shiny in the friend safari. That's a lot of chances. Which is a lot higher. That's like eight times higher than normal. You should definitely think about that one if you want to do that. That's easier than chain fishing, I guess, to some extent. Probably. And you're guaranteed one of the three Pokemon to be shiny. Jeez. Poker Radar, though, is a little bit easier. Because Poker Radar, what you need to do is chain... If you get a chain of 40, you can just sit there and reset it until you find this shiny, shaking pass of grass. Patch of grass. Hmm. So, I can teach you how to Poker Radar. Teach me how to Radar. To te- teach me how to radar. Teach me, teach me how to radar. guy who taught us how to doggy. <laughs> what was that guy's name? He passed away, didn't he? I don't know. What is Why it with you just keep bringing up death? death? I am, I am a ray of darkness. This episode, <laughs> <laughs> you're just bringing up death today. Um, well, first thing you should do is you should go buy a bunch of super repels, not max repels. Way ahead repels. of you. Because super repels are better for your money. The next thing you need is a big patch of grass. Something that's at least like 7x7, seven seven, I would say. And best places to go, especially for starting out, would be Route 5, Route 7, the Pokemon Village, or Azure Bay. There's huge patches of grasses, grass in each of those uh, areas of Pokemon in X and Y. And so what you do is you, you use the Poker Radar. You can't stop the game. You can't save the game. And what you want to do is you just find one of your shaking page patches of grass while you're using the Super Repel, because if you run into a wild Pokemon, that's going to break your chain. Yeah. So you run into a patch, you find the Pokemon, and then you either decide, I want the Shiny or not. And hopefully you want the Shiny, and what you do is you keep, after you beat that Pokemon, the grass will shake again, and you'll want to go, there are three types of grass you'll see other than the Shiny grass, there is slow shaking grass, normal shaking grass, and fast shaking grass. And what you want is the fast shaking grass. That is guaranteed to be the Pokemon that you ch- you are chaining for. The normal shaking grass will have a Pokemon in it, but not the Pokemon you want. And slow shaking grass just has nothing in it. You'll just like walk up to it and be like, oh, there's nothing here. And both of those things will break your chain. But as I said, you get a 1 in 512 chance of catching a shiny Pokemon at that uh, at 40 cha- at a chain of 40. But the more you chain, the higher cha- the better your chance of getting better IVs. Mm-hmm. But honestly, if you're worried about getting IVs on a shiny Pokemon, Masuda method, I would believe, is the way to go. Yeah, definitely. Because you could just mess up on natures and stuff, and I know you could like use synchronize or something to get a nature that you want. But at the same time, you can't control the IVs at all, and you're only guaranteed three, and I can guarantee you, like, four or five. Yeah. If easy. I was just breeding Masuda Method. I got a a, a five IV Magikarp from Japanese. Okay. It's like, man, that'd be really cool if everybody didn't already freaking have a shiny Gyarados. Yeah, it would. What you should do, Bo, is you should really just go to Reddit. And get your six IV ditto. Maybe you shouldn't go to Reddit though. But if you go to Reddit, like they yeah, give things right. away just, on Reddit for fun. Like around. these people are just incredibly nice. It's terrible. They're incredibly nice. 
I would I would consider it just, like just go to Reddit for that and then just leave Reddit. Forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure the Pokemon subreddit is fine. The Pokemon subreddit is actually really nice. Uh, there's a lot of I have a lot of nitpicks with the Pokemon subreddit. It's just like because a lot of times it's just like look what I found at Goodwill and it's just like oh you found that Pokemon book from the 90s good for you. I kept mine. Yep. <laughs> good for you and it's. Like, sometimes they find legitimately cool things, but it's just like, look, I'm at the toy store and they're Pokemon toys. Wow. Impressive. Yep, I know, that's a thing. And then occasionally there'll be people like, do you know how much this Pokemon card's worth? And then somebody goes, well, through the power of Google, I found it. You can use Google yourself as well. But I can't really complain much about the... uh the the condescension because the websites I go to are very condescending as well, <laughs> even more so actually. I don't know. They're just it, like that's probably just Reddit's fault, like for that happening, and I shouldn't complain. But at the same time, it's just really annoying. It's just a lot of space when I'm flipping through it on my phone. It's like crap post, crap post, crap post. Something legitimate. I mean, I find it hard to believe that there's anything legitimate on Reddit. Well, then you've never been to Reddit. I've been to Reddit a few times in my day. Oh, we well. should move on. We should move on past this this <laughs> this dark time. So I'm on my second chain of love disc. Oh okay. wow, you're doing it right now? Yeah. You're wait. Oh, you're you already caught one? No, I'm on. I'm on my 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 the second link in my chain. Oh, so you're very not far along. Not far so you along. only have like another thirty eight to go. One because I was spaced out because I was. Saying something and then I forgot to reel it in. Oh, okay. So I had a chain of like eight, but I lost it because I was not paying attention. Yeah, no, just oh, no. do that. If you just keep going, you'll eventually get it. What? You'll eventually get it. Like you'll get a shiny love disc, and you can use it as trade fodder. Well, I have my Lily with suction cups, and he's gaining levels, and my Talon Flame that I switched to because Lily is only at level nine. What right. you do is if you let Lily faint. And you put it in the front of your party. It won't. Uh, it won't be sent out first, but suction cups will still be active. Really? I'm totally yeah. letting Lily faint then. Yeah, just do that. Sorry, Lily. It's gonna save me tons more time. Do you have a crate of Lily in your national expo? Probably not. Because then you can just evolve it. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, but um, my talent flame has thief. So oh, I, you could be getting heart scales at the same time. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing right now. That sounds like the man, best that plan is some ever. good tech. Oh, so man. can we just move on to talking about which ones look cool and which ones look like crap? Well, I don't want to talk about all of them since there's so many, but there are some notable ones. Okay. Some notably bad ones. Notably bad ones? Garchomp. There's no difference between the shiny sprite and themselves. There is a, a tiny shade difference. It's exactly like a... Like Vanillite, Vanillish, and Vanillox are just a tiny Really shade. bad ones, though? I don't know that I have too many that I don't like. There are some really crap ones. Like, Steelix looks terrible. Steelix is kind of cool looking. It's like a golden color. Yeah, yeah. but it's like a bad gold. No, it's cool. Same thing I with like Fortress. It. My brother has the original uh, Shining Steelix card. From really? Neo, Ooh. whatever. That's yeah. kind of cool. And, like, it, they're really cool because the Pokemon itself is, like the holographic part instead yeah. of, like, the part around it. I like that. That's really and cool. so it's actually shining, but it makes it, like, difficult to make out the Pokemon, so it's uh, it, 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 it's even... It, but it but it makes it for a really cool effect. 
I so, want to say that there is a significant amount of puke green shiny Pokemon. Which are the best ones. Which are the worst. Which are the best ones. Which are the worst, even. Like, let's stop. Let's, let's just agree that Gen 3 is the worst, and that green shiny Pokemon suck. You are completely wrong. Slow. Because, because shiny Azuril looks amazing. Uh, uh, shiny Azuril? Yeah. Are we... Okay, that's a different shade of green, though. Which it's not puke, like the puke which, green. Like, puke green, I'm talking about, like, shiny Ursaring. Yeah. Okay, that's... But that's not Gen 3. It's your, your point. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, shiny Ludicolo looks really cool. You had a grievance, didn't you, Bo? With with one of the uh, beasts? What? You, you, you didn't like one of... You didn't like Raikou or something? Oh, I, I hate Suicune. Suicunes. I like that one, so... It's just, you know, I just think all of the legendary beasts are just very lazy looking shinies. Yeah, they, they just kind of look very tacky. Yeah. Like when yeah, you, I don't like the. Yeah. Like when your mom buys you markers, like a 10 pack of markers, <laughs> but they're not like the regular, like red, orange, yellow, green. They're like these weird off color. <laughs> or like the skin, the, the skin tone ones. Yeah, like. Like you're like, mom, what the heck is this? She's like, oh, I bought you markers. Like, you, you're like your colorblind dad does that. <laughs> Thanks, dad. One one really cool shiny uh, is Mega Gengar. Really? Oh yeah, really? it's white. white, and they're actually doing an event for it in Japan for Halloween. And uh, but one uh, another Mega that's really shoddy is Gengar. <laughs> <laughs> His shiny is super shoddy. One of my favorite, one of, like I really like Bra- Braviary and his shiny because it, it just it makes me feel more America. Yeah, and <laughs> I really there's dig one, that. There's one in particular that I disagree. Like I think it doesn't look great, but I like the idea behind it. What is it? Shiny Titar, um, Tyranitar. It's yeah. it's kind of uglyish. It's it's ugly, it. but it's supposed to be kind of like dirt color. Like it's yeah. supposed to be kind of sandy, which I like that in theory. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. However, it looks like crap. It does. Um, it's not a shiny. It's just you looking at it through a sandstorm. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. Well, it's supposed to. That would make it more camouflage. In the yeah. Sense. I think shiny That's red eyes. are so hard to capture because nobody can freaking see them. <laughs> You're right. It's a really good point. I yep, think shiny red eyes looks better than normal red eyes, and that should be Isn't the default color. Like... That it's should be the default like color. Lighter. One of my favorite shinies is actually shiny Camerupt. Hmm. Because it go it goes from like red and brown to and like with these blue circles to like just black and yellow. I like that. Black and yellow, like black, and yellow black and yellow, black and yellow. Yeah. But well, this is probably really boring for everybody listening, seeing that they don't have pictures just of shiny. Bring up a on. list of them in front of you and you'll be good to go. Like <laughs> You'll, Most people uh, are listening to this like in their car and stuff. Yeah, just bring it up while you're driving. It's come on. It's like it's not too <laughs> That's hard. That's horrible. I have to breed myself a shiny scolipede now. Just looking at this. Uh, oh, another wow. one that looks really stupid, Infernape. Really? Yeah. His, I mean, his, Infernape his, looks stupid in general, so I'm not really. Whoa, shocked. whoa! It's like pinky. Yeah, I don't like it. But I feel like we should move on to commercial break. Wait, there's a few more cool ones. Nate, you get two more, Ethan. Whoa. I get two more. Okay. Alright, Darkrai. Darkrai looks amazing. Okay. Um and I gotta I gotta give a shout out to my boy, Eevee. Eevee. It's... Oh Silver Eevee. That is legitimate. That is legitimate. It's pretty yep. cool. Uh, I wanted to say Dele Le Whoops. Shiny oh, Cricketot? Yeah, Cricketune. 
or cricket no cricket no cricket tune yeah you're right you're right right. did we go this this far without talking about shiny gyarados we did oh we mentioned him in passing we did mention him in passing because there are like free shinies in the game which I did forget to mention. It only happened a couple times. Oh yeah, we have event shinies to talk about too. We have we have a couple shinies like Red Gyarados in the Lake of Rage you could catch. If you fit, fill, if you saw all the Pokemon in the Unova decks in black and white, you got a pass to go to the national park or some kind of reserve where you could run into a shiny Haxorus. And also in black and white too, if you defeat uh the tree in White Tower, like White Tree Hollow or something, and the uh black city tower you could go talk to somebody and you would either get a shiny gibble or a shiny dratini Hmm. shiny gibble evolving finally into that awesome shiny garchomp lol whereas and shiny dratini turning into a great puke green dragonite oh dragonite that looks amazing dragonite shiny is supposed to be based on the european regular dragon colors that looks like one of the best actually okay that's true i can see that that's it shout out to starmie Shout out to Starmie. Okay, you're done. Okay. But what event shinies were there, Ethan? Okay, event shinies we had. Um, so apparently in Generation Three there was a a Zigzagoon, with yes. With, um, and then in Generation Four, um, there was the Pikachu colored Pichu. Yes, I have I have like a bunch of those, and you asked me for one. I would like one of those. I'll see what I can do. Okay, pull some strings. Yeah, uh, I'll pull some strings. I'll let, I'll let my guy know. You tell you, talk to your guy. All right, have have your have your manager talk to mine. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we're just impressive talent here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower. Mm-hmm. Um, we do. We we will go to bars. Uh, we will do events for like a thousand dollars per hour. <laughs> um, if you need us to come to a, a wedding, that'll be five grand. Um, exactly. We're we're just you know we're like comedians. It's pretty great. Yeah, or or like you know, like the Jersey Shore people after the show ended would go to parties and stuff. All right, keep going on the list. Um, there were the three uh, legendary beasts at. Uh, you could yes, get a I remember that as well. Stop. Before Gen Five came out, and you could actually trade those. Yeah, to and then Gen you Five, but you had to do it a particular way, and you would end up getting uh, Zora through mm-hmm. that. I ended up getting one of the. Or I I got all three of those. I got all three. Yeah. And then in Gen 5, there was um, the GameStop, Dialga, Palkia, and Giratina. Yes, there were. I got those as well. Mm-hmm. I got all of them except for Dialga. Do you want one? Yeah. I can get you one. Yeah. yeah his guy will talk to your guy. Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll have my manager talk to your manager, Bo. I um, am my manager. <laughs> and then there was some stuff. That's true. I have a manager. You, um, in Generation 5, if you lived in the glory- glorious Nippon, a.k.a. Japan, um, you had access to a bunch of them for the Year of the Dragon. Which ones? Uh, Horsey, Trapinch, Swablu, Bagon, Drudgeon, and Dino. That's crazy. And then there was also there was also apparently the Nobunaga Rayquaza, which yes, I Yes, there was, and which was I was really the... upset about not getting. Because Rayquaza looks amazing. Yeah. Rayquaza um, funny is incredible. Sort of, it's sort of like... Um, Charizard, they're both black. Really, dragons. anything that goes black like that is just really cool. So, was yeah. the Nobunaga's Rayquaza was that connected to Nobunaga's Ambition Cross Pokemon? Yeah, that was that was connected to Pokemon Conquest, right? Which was a really good game, and we reviewed it a while back. So, go listen to that if you haven't. Yeah, go play it if you haven't. Um, it's actually a really good game. And they also get a Genesect and Golurk, mm-hmm. and Hydrogen, and Hydrogen. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, actually, I think that was for the fifth movie. It was. Because if you, depending on whether you watched Pokemon the movie Black or Pokemon the movie White, uh, there was actually a Hydreigon and a Golurk in that movie. And depending on which movie you watched, one of them would be shiny and one of them wouldn't be. I kind of like that. It was kind of cool. It was, like it. it was kind of cool. So yeah, uh, I think that pretty much covers the. There no, were some really VGC cool ones that. which and were inaccessible. Actually, did you know that Pokemon didn't actually call them shiny until I think like Gen Five? Hmm. They didn't officially really? call them shiny Pokemon, and then they started calling them shiny Pokemon, picking up on the fan term. I didn't even know about them until Gen Four. They picked up a. They actually Pokemon picked up a fan term before then too. Evolutions. Yeah, they picked up evolutions, hmm. which That's is a fan the, term. It's great. Please, two last shout-outs. Okay, shout two out more shout-outs, and then we're going to go to commercial. It's a shout-out to Ponyta for being blue flaming. That's that cool. Uh, shiny Ponyta, the video. Go Google that on YouTube, Oh, kids. my God. Go Google, Google that, on, that YouTube. on YouTube. And then and then look up Shiny Gyarados, our parody video. Our parody video that oh. Sarge did. And then um, and then also shout-out to uh, Psyduck for being blue. Yeah. yeah so, there you go. I, I'm done, for real. So, that's it for the topic. So, we'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. Come take a vacation to one of the most peaceful places in the Pokemon world. Oh my god! There's 60 Gyarados or more! Ah! The Lake of Rage. You can sit by the peaceful water and watch the Magikarp as they swim by. Get down! Hyper Beam! (laughs) Go play in the water. And swim around a little bit. It's got my puppy! Come take a trip to the Lake of Rage. Brought to you by Altaria Travel Agency. Where the clouds are the limit. Is it bothering you while you're in your house and you just stink up the place? Your Pokemon walking around all over their house leaving a mess everywhere. And it just reeks! You got friends coming over and it just smells like... And it's just horrible. So what we got for you is the all-new Pokey Breeze. No relation to Febreze whatsoever. It basically gets rid of the scent of the Pokemon. It doesn't enhance it whatsoever. It just deletes it like you do on your computer. That's about it. Nothing fancy about it. Pokey Breeze. Dial 1-800-747-8499. And get your free sample today. Poke of the episode. And welcome back to the Puckle Podcast. We are bringing you our Poke of the episode, National Dex number six, Charizard, the Flame Pokemon. According to the Ruby and Sapphire Pokedex, um, the Buffalo Bills are better than the Chicago Bears. Um, <laughs> Also, Charizard flies around the sky in search of powerful opponents. It breathes fire of such great heat that it melts anything. However, it never turns its fiery breath on any opponent weaker than itself. Now, Charizard is an interesting Pokemon to think about competitively. Right now, it's just like this OU monster due to the fact that it has two Mega Evolutions. Like, Mega Evolution is one of those things that save Charizard from being, uh, crappy. Yeah. And because Stealth Rock is such a big thing still, and Stealth Rock gives times or t- half of da- Charizard's damage. Fifty percent HP gone with one yeah. Stealth Rock. Same with Talonflame though. 
Yeah, but his mega evolutions make him usable, which is probably one of the coolest things ever. But he is, we we all just have enough of this Charizard train. Yep. The the only reason we're doing it is because Scrawn picked it for his article in the meta. You can read if this is not enough of analysis for you. Uh, Scrawn's analysis of Mega Charizard X at PucklePodcast.com. Does Scrawn just choose Pokemon to mess with us? Uh, he used to, but Shamu requested this one. You can request them as well by talking to Scrawn on the website, just sending him a message or something, and he'll review yours, and then it'll in turn be the Pokemon of the episode. Um, so, you guys have merely adopted the this taste for Charizard. It's literally just because it's become so saturated. I am. I was there the very beginning. I've always disliked Charizard. <laughs> it's just Char- a dragon. <clears throat> but I do want to say just a brief competitive oversight is just that he is unpredictable with his two mega evolutions. You don't know if he's going to be a special attacker or a physical attacker. If he's going to be dragon type or dragon fly or fire flying, not dragon flying. But. His incredible base speed of 100, which is incredibly fast. Mega Charizard Y has a huge special attack of 159, can learn Solar Beam, and his ability is Drought. Yeah, that's a that's an ouch. Yeah, it's an ouch. And so, what I was really surprised with... water weakness pretty hard. Yeah, one thing that I was really surprised with when I was looking at that was that I think Mega Charizard X is next up on the chopping block for Smogon. Oh, yeah, good. but just X, and well, I honestly don't have a problem with X. The biggest problem that I have is actually with Mega Charizard Y. Yeah. I agree. I have to say, if you're going to ban one of them, you should ban Y over X. Ban both. You won't just remove Charizard from the meta forever. <laughs> don't even let him play in Ubers. No, I agree with that. I, like, I'm just so tired of Charizard. It's every piece of Pokemon media in the past year has yes. featured Charizard prominently in some way. And it's um, really just upsetting me. Like, I was really happy with Pokemon Origins until they're just like, more Charizard love. Just, just like, we get it. People yeah. like him. but I, I feel like that's the point where we're at. I really hope he's not in Pocket Fighters. I think they've just been kind of like, like they've just been shaking their little Charizard butts at all <laughs> of the old fans. And like, yeah. hey, come back. See what come you're back. missing. Charizard's here. Charizard's going to be a new character in Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, and I hope he's not a. I hope he's not a character in like, in Pocket Fighters. <sighs> Though you know there's gonna be like the obligatory Pikachu in that, and it's gonna bother everybody. Pika. Oh God, I'm just so done. I'm, I'm just completely done. Right? In Pocket Fighters, I'll be disappointed. Now, if you want to run Charizard competitively, and you're gonna run Charizard X, you should run more of a physical variation due to his Tough Claws ability to get the most out of that. And, you know, uh, because that gives you 30% more damage for every physical hit. And, you know, you should run maybe Dragon Claw, Flare Blitz, stuff like that. I would also run an Adamant Nature. Charizard Y, on the other hand, I would use the aforementioned Solar Beam, Flamethrower, or Fire Blast, depending on how desperate you are for one-hit KOs. Yeah. And I, I run Roost personally, just because it's... It's a good recovery. And on top of that, for the fourth move slot, I'd run, like, Dragon Pulse. Just to take care okay. of those pesky dragons. 
Pesky Dragons. Pesky Dragons. An optional move slot would be for Focus Blast. Yeah. Just to take care of, like, a Steel type that you might run into. But you're already going to run into Steel types. So, I don't know. Rock. All up to you. Yeah. Well, you have Solar Beam, then. Oh, yeah. Well. He's just got this versatile move pool. I would run Y over X every day, any day. But that's just me. So, yep. let's move on to some trivia for Charizard. Let's do it. Let's see. Charizard was the focus of a Pokemon Center promotion in April 2010. Wow. I wouldn't believe that Charizard was ever favorited by the Pokemon Company. Who would have guessed? Uh, Is he the secondary mascot at this point? Essentially, yes. I would say so. Hey, I want to let you know. Can you guys, you guys can still hear me and stuff, right? Yes. Yeah, a little bit. My computer is frozen, but my Skype is still working. Yes. So, so whatever. Yeah, yeah, just ignore that. We're good. Ignore just, that part of the I show. I just don't do any reading, I guess. Just make it, just make it to, to the mailbag, and then you can restart your computer. Okay. Charizard hasn't done really anything, though. It is just really, really, really annoying. There's no real trivia. The trivia is all like, he used to be a mascot. Oh, wow. Other than he used to share a cry with Rhydehorn. <laughs> Did you guys know that he was in the box for Pokemon Red? He was what? Did you guys know that he was on the cartridge for Pokemon Red? Didn't even know that. I knew he was there for Fire Red. Okay. I I liked Charizard's original blockier design a lot more than I like his his new, more like clean-cut, defined design. Oh, man, yeah. When he was, like, kind of chubby. Yeah. Like the I original like, Sugimori. Like, yeah. chubbier Pikachu a lot more, too. Chubbier Pikachu is kind of cute. Like, episode yeah. one Pikachu was pretty cool. He I didn't have they... neck. And that's what I really liked about it. There was no neck. Yeah. It was Sonic the Hedgehog. You know what I mean? Yeah, just a little yeah. bit. Oh, Sonic man. to be chubby. But um, Charizard, Charizard is just, like, I can't say enough how much I'm just annoyed at this point by him. Oh, fun fact, Charizard was unable to learn Fly in Red and Blue, but it was fixed in Yellow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Charizard Mega Evolutions for the TCG look pretty baller. Do they? Yeah. How so? Um, well, they're just kind of out there roaring at you, and they're really good. Like, both of them hit for 300 damage. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That's that's a lot of damage. When would you ever need to do 300 damage? Uh, in case they're they're building up things like, uh, like Machamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, his ability is, um, well, not his ability, his ability from his attack, it does 80 damage, and then uh, reduce the next attack by 40, and I put a hard charm on it, so every time after he attacks, damage is reduced by 60. Okay. But he's only got 150 HP, but if you have, what is it, Fighting Stadium, something like that, all stage 2s get plus, all stage 1 and stage 2 get plus 30 HP, then you're I mean... Still, you're still there, you're still killing I mean, him. You're, 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 you're obliterating him by plus 60, but... Yeah. But I'm just saying... I don't know that 300 is necessary, I feel like there's like, what's a big number? 300. It just guarantee kills everything. Yes. Well, uh, Black Qrem with Black... Yeah, Black Curum EX with Crystal Wall has 300 HP. Okay, that's reasonable. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, well. Right. Uh, that's it for Charizard. So, if you want to know more, and you don't want people talking about how much we hate Charizard... I hate him. You can go read Scrawn's article in the meta, and learn more about Mega Charizard at pucklepodcast.gmail.com. Or pucklepodcast.com. The other one's an email address. 
So yeah. let's move on to to uh, the mailbag. It's mail time. It's time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. The mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And on to the mailbag. The mailbag is brought to you by Green Toros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. And as always, we'll be giving the best email of the week badge to somebody that has an email in. So... Best feel... email of the week badge. Yeah. Was, Japanese I... animation is expensive. Japan animation. All right. So I'm going to read this first one from Aww. Amy in Ohio. I kind of want that one. It, she says, I don't hack. I lose fair and square. Smiley face. I can't understand. I can't understand wanting to hack because Togepi is not as cute after a hundred eggs. Sent from my iPhone. Well, thank you for that. Okay. Thanks for the for the insight. Uh, our next one is from Lightlink. Which one do you guys want it? I'll take it. Okay. Hey guys, it's Lightlink five thousand, and I'm sorry I haven't emailed in a while. I've been really busy. Just kidding. I forget to do it because it gets sidetracked. I didn't this time though. I I wrote it right as the outro was playing. Well, I meant to email last in, in last week for the question, so I will do it this time. Uh, we'll do that one this time, and this episode's question. So I was thinking about the TCG and thought about getting into it online because I don't have the finances to pay for it. I was also thinking about um, about it being on iOS and how uh, how it should be on the 3DS and Wii U, where the decks are DLC. We pay about ninety nine cents or two dollars for each one, thanking eShop prices. Um, so kind of like Magic: The Gathering. Yeah, like, but you, you... honestly, honestly, if you're gonna pay for the DLC for like if you're gonna pay two dollars for like a pack on the DLC or something. Like a booster pack, you might as well just go add an extra dollar to it and go to your local card store, and it's just about three dollars at a card store to buy a pack of Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cheapest I, the cheapest I, I can find them is three dollars. Yeah, I've found them for three dollars before. Typically, I get them for about three packs for ten dollars. Yeah, I can understand the the initial startup cost being very expensive. Yes, go to like I, I decided I wanted to play Magic: The Gathering a while ago, mm-hmm. um, and that was. <laughs> That is expensive. Yeah, it is. I, I paid like I think I think I spent like probably like forty bucks, and I still like was had a very well. Honestly, barely you could go buy the uh, what are those called the elite trainer boxes, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that gives you energies out the butt, and mm. you go you get like ten booster packs or something in it too, right? It, you get six or seven booster packs. I mm-hmm. think you get eight of each energy. Yeah, uh, you get like a playing mat and everything. You get sleeves. Hmm. I mean, it's 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 nice. How you much know? is that? It's like forty bucks. It's still a lot. Yeah, and then well, the thing is, then you have the amount of energies that you need to like. If you bought a deck, you could <laughs> pump up the deck with more energies if you need them. Okay, so I'm gonna go back to uh, yeah. To, keep going. Email. Um. So she she wants to wants them on eShop. Uh, this would be better than having it on iPhone. Um, well, I mean, the user basis is so large on iPhone. Compared to 3DS, yeah. Yeah, like they have like 100 million devices out there or some garbage like that. Um, I would be more, more willing to buy it that way. 
I could battle all my friends that have uh, that have it and all of the Puckalonians. This would make more sense than me than releasing it on iOS. It's I don't understand. It's going to just be on iOS, though. I think it's going to be on Android devices, too. I would I would expect wherever they could put it, they yeah. will. Because they need dough, so. Yeah. I'm about to get a pretty sweet tablet, I think. So Ooh. I'm, I'm ready for my I'm ready for my Pokemans. <laughs> um, all right, on to the question for this week: What do I think of hacking on Pokemon? Uh, in, I um, in all I am in all honesty completely for it. Pokemon is uh, is all real is in all reality just a video game that is super fun. I mean, I don't even like tears and think people should be allowed to battle with whatever they want to. That would be well, horribly broken. See, you. I think he's coming about it with a, from a mindset of a casual player. Yeah, no, I understand that. And I completely you you should be able to just go battle any of your buddies, and like nobody's stopping you. Like nobody's yeah. stopping you from just like, hey, let's just have a casual match. Um, but for people that are playing at a higher tier, uh, it doesn't really work. Like it wouldn't work that way. Like and. There has to be some sort of regulation when you're doing competitive matches. Mm-hmm. Um, back to the email. Um, that's the fun of Pokemon. There's also it's also it it is also the surprise of it. Uh, never knowing what someone will have to fight you with. Also, uh, DBP. I didn't mean any. Okay, this is really meta. Yeah. Um, also, DBP. I didn't mean anything when I said about uh, ver philosophy. Fi. Sorry. He's Sorry a for not understanding. What's up? Uh, Verlicify, he's a YouTuber. Oh. Uh, so I really don't even care about getting that Houndomite from you, even... Okay, this is just people yeah, talking Yeah, I don't know what's you. going on. Okay. <laughs> I have my opinions, you have yours. I guess that's all for now. Catch you on the flip-flop, light link. Uh, sorry for kind of butchering that at the end. <laughs> I just didn't... <laughs> couldn't keep up. <laughs> couldn't keep up. Okay, Bo, you got this next one from Shuckle. Hello, fellow Puckles. It's Shuckles. <laughs> I was very happy to listen to the last episode about hacking, or more harshly, cheating. My friend Mike would always cringe at that term, cheating, and would tell me he's simply enhancing his gaming experience. Truth be told, I'm sure that's a valid point. As far as my opinion on the matter, I'm no diehard purist. I have dabbled here and there in the past, and don't currently hack my games, but there's a part of me that just wishes the game couldn't be hacked at all, but alas, that's not the case. Over the past few months, I've been breeding my Pokemon for the ideal IV spreads and have boxes and boxes of great pokes, which I toss up on the GTS for random non-event legendary Pokemon. Sure, I get enough in return. I've received Shiny Groudon, Latios, Latias, Heatran, Rayquaza, and Ho-Oh, to name a few. Yes, all shiny. I was thrilled as I got the first of them because I thought that some idiot out there had no idea what he was doing, and I was reaping the reward of his ignorance. However, the sad truth is that cloning and poke engineering is likely to blame, and it saddens me that the, the elusive shiny has no more value than a trading fodder for a 5IV Eevee or Snorlax. That's all I use it for. <laughs> yeah. I've also seen pics of someone's Pokemon box filled completely with DNCs. Again, this completely devalues the Pokemon. I'd rather see the occasional rare but genuine shiny Rayquaza than own one of its copies. I'd rather own a copy. <laughs> I'm a lot likely to get one that way. But that's just me. Yeah. Uh, as far as completely obtainable pokes, do what you like. I will breed them just bec- uh I will breed them because it gives me a sense of accomplishment. 
but I don't feel ripped off when I face up against someone who engineers theirs. Just know that I'm not the least impressed by your six IV shinies when my dull pokes totally kick their butts. Man, I love being a shuckle. Ninja Turtle theme song starts playing quietly in the background. Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Shuckles. Teenage Mutant Shuckles Ninja Turtles. Heroes Ninja with Shuckle. a half shell. Turtle power. Oh, one more quick gripe. How on earth can I convince people that event Pokemon cannot be traded over the GTS? Come on, people. You are wasting your time and my ocular experience. It's not even possible to trade Deoxys, Jirachi, or Mew over GTS. Stop requesting the trade and using a ball in visual is, space. To is that true? It yeah, not. no, you can't do it. You can't yeah. trade, like, Pokemon Cherish Balls and stuff. Really? I did not yeah. know that. Uh, but, pro yeah. tip, Shuckles, if you're on the GTS, you should just always... Re- you don't look for trades, just just deposit. And within, like, a half hour, you'll get it. So don't worry about it. Alright, next email is from a new listener, uh, Adam Brugman. So, let's do this. Please excuse my brevity. I'm using a mobile phone. So about cheating. On August 30th, I went to a Pokemon event in Sebring, Florida. The Monday before the event, I called ahead to see what the video game tournament was about, because it was listed as a modified, as modified on the Pokemon website. For those of you who don't already know, this isn't a format. Video game formats would be like Smogon, Uber, OU, UU, NU, Little Cup, and more. Or Nintendo VGC 2014, 2013, and so on. When I called, I was told it was VGC 2014 and $7 entry only to sit down and see my opponent running Mewtwo. They staged a setup so locals could win, and I was downhill. I won my first match versus that adult running Ubers to get put up against a kid running kid round two i'm 30 whatever i scoop the game then figure out and they figure out why i scoop next round little kid again this time so i say so i say forget it and beat him then trade him a bunch of competitively bred poke i made up for it three to five round done but wait what's this the five-round event is over, and now the prize is split by age division. No longer one winner. Prize dropped from $30 to the winner to 10 10 10 per age division. If you were going to do that, why put adults against kids? Not cool and a total waste of my time. People are sick. People, please go get a 31 ditto and do whatever you need to do. Then crush them Ubers with breed poke and put if you're hacking ubers for nats or worlds well good luck getting past that black box i don't want to call these people cheaters but it was disgusting and it didn't look good as my first time as a person there maybe it was a big cluster of miscommunication but like i said it didn't look good so about hacking go to showdown take a friend with you build some teams and test it out then learn how to breed it's not like back in the day then go find a ditto Anyway, you can cheat box however you want it. Won't make your you better at the game or program your head to know what poke has good defense versus having good special defense, weakness resistances, or even if fairies can kill dragons. You still need to look out for moves like Iron Head Garchomp. I think Poison Jab is actually more common. Mm-hmm. This isn't even a game. This is not a game that you can just pokegenic creature and be the best player in the world. Please learn formatting. All right. 
Next email is from Wiser Osprey. Okay. All right. This is a very long one, but a well-formatted one. So, hey, Puckle. Yes, I am not writing to Thatch, Bo, Green Taurus, or any other person that is usually mentioned in the normal mailbag greeting. I'm going against this sun kern this time. Is that supposed to be like grain? That's kind of yeah, cute. I think so. That's um, cute. A lot of people are writing uh, in. Are writing. A lot of people that are writing in forget that Thatch and the uh, the BT crew, BT? Blackthorn. Oh, Blackthorn crown. Yeah, uh, aren't the only ones who see the email. Every listener also hears it. So I'd like to address the listeners. A lot of listeners lately who normally would uh, would just listen while they uh, go to work or enjoy a quick laugh or two when they're going for a run, have finally gathered the courage to write in. As someone who once did the, uh, as someone who also once did this, it's great to hear others who um who have also made a step into our community. Um, because that's what Punkle is. It's not just a podcast. It's a community of people uh, who input and interact how they please. So this is a shout-out to all the listeners uh, who uh, would like to talk about Pokemon, but feel they can't because they're too old, not in the competitive play, or just lack the support from someone like themselves. Uh, we accept all those uh, with our common interest. It doesn't matter about your level of interest or anything. Just write in or join the site. Uh, join the site. Uh, I know I enjoy a lot more about my, about my interest in Pokemon because of it. Uh, this is very true. Um, I, I am not the most competitively minded Puckalonian around. There are people in community who are way more into. Oh, there definitely um, are. Even, even battling than more myself. competitively minded than myself. Um, and yeah, like we have people on the console council who only, like I really only play games for the experience of playing the games. Like I'm not into, like not super into the competitive play. Um, you had a really cool Eevee though. What's that? You had a really cool Eevee, though, during the Summer League. I did, but that was mainly because Shamu is a god and was able to help me. But I, I had the idea of wanting to bring Eevee in. But yeah, it, everybody should really feel free to to jump into the community. There's a lot. There's stuff for anybody here. It really um, is. <clears throat> All right, back to the email. Ugh, sorry. I have to take a philosophy class this semester, so that was my deep thinking for the night. <laughs> uh, anyway, the mailbag asked me how I felt about hacking. And I have to side with Scrawn on this one. I disagree with hacking. I know a lot of people do it regardless of what I think, but just because people are doing it doesn't give me a reason to join them. Sure, I clone, but every Pokemon I battle, I have to put hard work into. Do what you want, but I feel, uh, but I like the feeling of using Pokemon that took me t- uh, that took time to make. Now for a shameless plug. If you don't already, please go to PucklePodcast.com and read my article, The Rollout. It is great for those uh, new to competitive battling, and great for those who'd like to share their knowledge as well. I also do giveaways, and if you participate this week, you have a chance to win a 6IV Kalos-born competitive-ready shiny Blissey. Man, that is Ooh. a that is a dope poke. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually really... That's a... You guys should check that out. Yeah. That is a really, really excellent Pokemon. And it's shiny. It fits in today. That is, that is <laughs> absurd. You, wow, that is a... Man, I wish I could participate, because that is an amazing, amazing opportunity. Um, a perfect representation of this week's uh, role about clerics. Um, I also want to apologize to those who I have not get, gotten back to in the past weeks. School keeps me busy, mainly Maxi. Uh, that's about it for this week. Wazer Osprey. Um, wow, everybody go, <laughs> go yeah. see if you can win that, that uh, or, or get that Blissey, because man, that is, that is a sick Pokemon. Yeah. 
do. Okay, the next one is from the Wild Ramirez. All right, that is it. Legs. That's what I'm getting. That's <laughs> the Wild Ramirez appeared. Good day, Puckle. I'm back, writing into the mailbag. So, what are my opinions on hacking? Hackers are awful human beings who don't deserve to play a wonderful game. <laughs> no, of course I don't hack. My Gliscor Meganium will fly over and beat you if you think otherwise. I told you they can fly. Yeah, I did buy... <laughs> Gosh dang it. <laughs> yeah, I did buy 999 of every Pokeball, so what? There's nothing s- sticking out of the back of my DS. No, doesn't... No, that... What? No, that doesn't say action replay. Oh. Oh, I get it. I, it's sarcasm. <laughs> I'm very slow. <laughs> okay, you guys caught me. I have an action replay. I'm an awful human being. Well, I used to be. Yeah, right. Scrawn was right. It is a long downward spiral into hacking dependence. Back when I used to hack, it's like, this is like drugs. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah back when I used to hack, my thoughts went from, I'm only going to get this one thing, quickly becomes, yes, I need 9 billion of every item, and all wild Pokemon are shiny, perfect IVAs on everything. EXP times 64. <laughs> Back in 4th gen, I would hack all the time because it was easy. See, this just, it just keeps sounding like drugs. Yeah. I wish we still had the Poketch. It made hacking so convenient. But after some time, hacking does ruin the game, at least for me anyway. Now I only hack for event legendaries that I missed. I don't really care if other people hack, and since I rarely battle other people, I don't think it would really affect me. But the real question is, Thatch, why would I build a robot to mow the grass when I could buy a robot instead? Building's so much more fun, and you're going to save money on labor? Yeah, but then if you buy one, then you don't have to build one. <laughs> but it's more expensive, and I don't have money. I am a graduate student. I make very little money. So I recently started playing through Pokemon White again. It's going great, thanks for asking, but I'm stuck at what a... What to nickname my Pokemon. I need you guys to name my next one. I don't know what it is yet, but it'll be the one, the next one I catch. I already have a Victini, Drillbird, Duat, and Timber, so I'll probably not get any of those types again. Um, flip Floppy Goodbye, Wild Ramirez Fled. P.S. Are you going to fall asleep behind the mic, Bo? No. No, do I sound like it? No, it's just, <laughs> I think we're all wearing a bit thin. <laughs> it's I'm a long I'm, show I'm today. A tad, I'm, a, I'm pretty sleepy today. Oh, man. I think I might have picked up a cold. Uh, P.S. How could you not mention Team Plasma's epic battle music in the Evil Team episode? I'm so sorry. It's because I don't play with my DS sound on. Oh. Ever. Oh, I, I also don't listen to the music. I probably so, should because the music's always amazing, but like... It is. It actually really is. I really enjoyed X and Y's music, especially. I'm just so glad the beeping is gone from when, mm-hmm. you're, from when you're dying. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. Are you guys watching uh, Fish Plays Pokemon? No, that's really dumb. No, it's stupid. Don't get me wrong. Fish Plays Pokemon? But it's entertaining. Fish play- Have you not heard of this? Uh, no, nope. I've never heard of Fish Plays Pokemon. There's a fish playing Pokemon. Right now? Yeah. On where, Twitch. Where, on Twitch. I will link it to you. How does right. a fish... Hey, no, we no, got- have you we not seen this? We're not talking about this right now. No, we're going to, though. Hold on. Next time on... Next time, you guys should email PucklePodcast at gmail.com so your mailbag, your email can be read on the episode. Our mailbag badge winner today is my vote's going to Lightling5000. I think the fish died. 
So, Lightning 5000, you win, because Ethan's not paying attention, so his vote doesn't count. No, I agree. And so, Lightning 5000, congratulations, you win the Green Tauros badge this week. Next week, if you guys want to try to have a chance to win for the Green Tauros badge, you can email pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Our mailbag question is going to be, what shinies do you have? Send those emails in, pucklepodcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, if you haven't had enough Puckle goodness, there's like 145 other episodes at pucklepodcast.com. That you can go download and listen to. There are not like, there are exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You can also go, you can also just chat on the website, go on the forums, talk, get involved in the community. You can follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook to find out when the new episodes are up, when new articles are posted. You can follow us on Tumblr and check out some cool art. If you're a lady, uh, you might be able to appear on a future episode. Yeah, please do. If you are a female over the age of 16 and you want to be on the te- on on the podcast, just let me know and I hopefully we can work it out on the 20th or the 21st of no of September 2014. So, email me pucklepodcast@gmail.com. Email us, I should say. And until next time then, I guess I'm Trainer Thatch. I bust this. I'm Ethan. And here at the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.